A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. You guys, Kristen Lee, the queen of Jalopnik, is back. Hi, Kristen. Hello. I'm back. Uh, you guys, we promised you that we would have Kristen back so that we could cover a whole bunch of stuff relating to keeping car interiors clean, because the last time she was here... Uh, for episode 172, in case you missed it, uh, we talked all about cleaning the exterior of cars. But a lot of the questions, I, w- I would say the majority, but not the vast majority, but the majority of questions I get about cars have to do with the interior. And it's usually like food spill type stuff, which I know you have a very distinct point of view on. And we <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I always enjoy hearing it. Um, I think the material, I-, I think a lot of people talk about interior messes because that's where they spend most of their time with the car. Because when you bring it yeah. home, you park it, you just kind of walk inside and you don't really look at it anymore. Yeah, exactly. But you're sitting in traffic for an hour. You can only stare at the spill. You can smell it. So I think it's just a lot more in front of you so that's why people pay attention to it more exactly exactly and also because it's such like a confined space that for the most part stays confined because most people don't keep their windows down especially when the car is parked you're you're putting the windows up and so on and so forth so um when spills turn into smells which we're going to talk about in the second segment um then it becomes especially noticeable because you literally smell it um so we have a bunch of stuff to talk about um, about the uh, interior of cars. As I said, if you missed the last episode that Kristen was on, it was episode 172. Uh, that was all about cleaning the exterior of the car, which is important to do, too. Not just for the good look of your car, but longevity also for the good health of your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat, which this week... Will also be nail natter because Kristen had a manicure question for me. I do, I, I do. I was like, I know the answer to that, so we're gonna do a little, a little beauty potting, <laughs> I guess. And I have chips. Um, go become an Ask a Clean Person the podcast patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person to help support my show. Um, you guys, it really, really helps me when you support my show through Patreon. Um, I also want to ask. And say thank you to all of you who have done this already. But I really, really, really want you to go uh, leave a five-star rating in iTunes for me. Those ratings are crazy important. It will take you less than 30 seconds to do it. But for me, it's a big deal to get those. So if you haven't done that already, go smash that five-star rating button. You don't even have to leave a review. You can if you want. Please be kind. I'm a sensitive, gentle soul. Uh, (laughs) Well... I'm a sensitive soul. I don't know if I'm gentle. Gentle with some things. Yeah, I am gentle with, with me. Some you're things. gentle with me. I am gentle with you. I'm also a little scared of you. <laughs> why does everyone say that? I'm shorter than most people. That's not why. <laughs> um, okay, before we get into the car stuff, though, you guys, I have an update on the ass papers. 
Um, for those of you who do not recognize the term ass papers, I will give you a brief refresher. I had Jen Dahl on this show. Uh, I think it was episode 174. Uh, we were talking about all kinds of workplace questions because Jen writes this great workplace advice column for WeWork. And so we were taking on kind of like the like when people do gross things in the office, what do you do type questions? And they weren't really like they weren't really cleaning questions from a technical standpoint. So I had Jen here to like talk about the etiquette of if your coworker is clipping his fingernails in the office. What? People do this happens all people the, do that all the time. Oh my You know the God. thing is like you work with animals, but you don't work with that kind of animal. This is true. Yeah. They're animals in other ways. Yeah, they are animals in other ways, but not in that way. Not that way. They're um, they're gentlemen when it comes to that stuff. Right, exactly. Um so one of the questions that we answered was um from a, a, a longtime listener of mine, um, who he sent he tweeted a photo at me and Jen, so we like saw that this is real. There's a guy in his office who goes into the stall, puts down um, a seat liner made of toilet paper, even though there are seat liners right next to the toilet. He, This guy uses toilet paper to put down a seat liner. He sits down, he does his business, and then he leaves the toilet paper on the seat. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, no. I was just gonna send Kristen. I'm gonna call his mom, Lee. I'm gonna send Kristen into your office, and she'll she'll take care of this problem. No, she'll just terrify everyone. Um, okay, so here's the thing: Jen and I were both just like, "Oh, ah, no, no, I'm unacceptable. No, no, no." And so there was a question um, that both Jen and I had. We had a question as to whether or not Lee knew who the guy was, because it kind of sounded like from the tweet like he knew who the guy was. So I asked Lee. He was like, "No, it's a mystery. We don't know who it is." And I was like, "Okay." Totally Public shaming. Total, well, no, no. And here is why. And this is one no? of the reasons that I love this audience so much that, first of all, I learn so much from you guys. And you are always so generous with writing to me with information, but also in such a nice way of being like, hey, like, maybe you didn't think about this instead of being like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't know this, you know, and I and I just really appreciate, <laughs> um, you know, because people are terrible. Um but like my listeners are not terrible. And That's like good. I really I genuinely am so appreciative of the way um that you guys provide um more information and feedback and, and it's just it's so kind and thoughtful and I really appreciate it. So I got this email um and I wanna share it because first of all, I think it's I think it's a really, really interesting um possible take, but also because Jen and I obviously had a blind spot and we had a blind spot about a topic that I care a lot about. And so I want to make sure that I'm acknowledging this. And also, um, if it's appropriate, if I offended anyone, I want to say I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not perfect. And, um, I, you know, I hope I hope I didn't hurt anyone listening um, when Jen and I were sort of like, oh, my God, this is this is like the, the you know, the worst thing in the world and what kind of monster and blah, blah. blah. So let me read this um, this email from Melissa. She wrote, hi, Jolie. First, I have to say that I adore your podcast. I was lucky enough to grow up spoiled with a stay-at-home mom, but a relatively chore-free childhood means I'm pretty useless as an adult. I just got my first place, and it's been so helpful to learn how to actually take care of it. Plus, I've saved so much on dry cleaning. I just listened to today's episode, and the story of the person who lined their toilet seat with toilet paper reminded me of people I know with OCD and contamination obsessions. You've been such a great advocate for mental health sensitivity, and I thought that you would want to know that this could be a possibility. 
The symptoms can lead to intense fear of germs, even in situations that make zero sense. Usually the person is afraid there's germs because it feels unclean, not because there's any objective evidence, though bathrooms are a really common place for symptoms to come up. There can be a lot of issues with touching areas that feel contaminated directly with your body. I'm wondering if this person is using the toilet paper because it's thicker and feels like more of a barrier than the liner and then leaves it afterwards because they don't want to touch something their ass was on or near because that is now also unclean. Some people, some people with OCD would avoid touching anything in the washroom with their hands, i.e. using their foot to flush, their shoulder open the door, paper towels on the faucet, etc., but for some people, it could be isolated to the toilet seat. Doesn't make any sense, but neither do most obsessive symptoms. The coworker could also be totally fine and just a clueless weirdo. It's hard to know. But given that a mental health problem could be involved, it might be better to handle that situation similarly to the one with the body odor. Thank you so much for all of your advice. I live in Montreal, and every day on my commute, I pass the subway station Jolie Cour, pretty heart in French, and think of you. I have heard Aww. about that train station before from a different Where? Listener. Where in Montana? Uh, Montreal. Oh, Montreal. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I wanted to share that. I think that that makes a tremendous amount of sense. Um, you know, as I said, I wanted to share that. I want to I want to say I'm sorry that I had a blind spot and didn't see what potentially was a mental health issue, because obviously um, that's a thing that I talk about on the show and always want to be really, really respectful and mindful of um, and especially around OCD, because that is so relevant to what we do on this show. So with that said, that doesn't mean that leaving it is okay. Um, if you have OCD, you know, you still have to live in the world. And, um, you know, it, I, if they, if they can find out who he is um, and have someone in HR speak to him so that if it is a mental health issue, it's being handled, um, you know, privately and respectfully in a way that won't send him into um, a spiral, but also to say like, there, you know, you. This is a shared space. This is a shared space, and yeah. so, like, even if you have to take a wad of uh, toilet paper to pick up the toilet paper that's on the seat and flush it, like that, you, you should, should like do, just yeah. push it in, right? Right. Well, I mean, I, part of the issue is that you may not, that he may not want to touch it. Uh, with, so, but it, but if you can use some toilet paper, barrier. yeah, exactly. We could like. <sighs> Mode. Right. Yes. <laughs> Use the power of there, wind. <laughs> there are lots of options here is what we're saying. Um, uh, anyway, so that was very helpful. Melissa, thank you so much for that. Uh, let us uh, turn now to cars. Uh, it's the car time. Always the, the car time. Um, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and read the, this first question. is very short, uh, but it is really important. It's really important with your own car. It's like critical with a rental car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I know. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. I know you're excited about it. Okay, so John writes, how do you clean a leather ceiling wheel so it becomes neither sticky or slick? In in any car or a rental car? Well, any car. Well, let's do steering wheel first. Steering wheel first. And then let's fear monger about the rental cars. Yeah, okay. Because I know you love a good fear mongering. I do. And I do too. I do. All right, let's talk about... So there... Essentially, two kinds of steering wheels. I'm sure there are weird outliers. Yes, but basically, leather or vinyl, or plastic, or, or plastic. Or there's also wood. If, if oh wood. yeah, I mean yeah, those are pretty uncommon, right? Pretty yes. uncommon, but they they're around in like luxury cars. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. 
So, but you can you can sort of put plastic and vinyl together because they'd be clean. I mean, they're actually kind of all clean the same. Yeah, they are. (laughs) To be honest, Mm -hmm. Um, this guy is specifically asking about a leather steering wheel. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what. Let's talk about how to clean a steering wheel. But also, I want to talk about what not to do because there are some there are some safety things to not do. Right. I don't think I know this. Okay, I know the safety things. Well, I'm going to let you kick off with how to clean a steering wheel. Well, I would get a towel and I would get a bucket. Um, I wouldn't spray like um, I would use laundry detergent, honestly, because that's pretty gentle. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would use laundry detergent on like a vinyl steering wheel, plastic steering wheel or leather steering wheel. But I wouldn't like dump it right onto the rag. I would dilute it a little bit and then kind of have like a damp rag and then just kind of like go around it. Um, and also get into the parts where, like, in the inside parts where, like, your thumbs kind of go because mm-hmm. it does get kind of sweaty in there. Yep. And then just while you're at it, clean the middle part where the horn is. Yeah. Because um, people sneeze on that and shit. Oh, so, God. Oh. Yeah. Like, spray ends up on that. So yeah. just clean the whole thing. Yeah. And then after that, it should be better. It's really yeah. fast. Exactly. It's a very easy job. Um, so the the best tool for the job is a microfiber cloth. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to, like, grab grab more dirt and grime and um you really don't need a whole lot but you probably will need some elbow grease yeah because steering wheels are like doorknobs right they're just like the dirtiest things in the world because our hands are constantly touching them and they bake in the sun right and then they bake in the sun and they get grosser Mm -hmm. right like everything kind of like sticks on there so even though you don't need anything fancy for it Diluted laundry detergent is great. One thing to actually not to use is don't use diluted dish soap. Um, so you want to be really careful about detergents. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people do use it. It's not. It's not gonna like. It's not gonna kill you. I just don't know um, why everyone thinks dish soap is the thing to clean everything. I mean, because it kind of is a thing to clean everything. Is it? Yeah, it cleans. Maybe a lot. it's because I'm always cleaning cars. But it's you can't. Like, I'm right. always like, don't. Right. You can't use dish soap for, I mean, we went, we ranted extensively yes. about this, but just as a reminder, you shouldn't use dish soap to clean the exterior of a car. And it actually is good for cleaning um, the dash of a car. That uh, dish, diluted oh, really? dish soap is actually the thing for the huh. dash. Like, that's all you need. Um, for the steering wheel, if it's leather, you kind of want to stay away from the detergents. Um just because leather is is a sensitive little animal, what you can use in this it's it sort of doesn't make a whole lot of logical sense, but it is like the right thing. You can use a mild all-purpose cleaner, so a, like a seventh generation or Mrs. Meyer's all-purpose cleaner is great for using on a leather steering wheel. Don't use a harsher one, like you don't want to use four hundred nine. That's going to be too harsh. Um, so now one thing I have to say also, I saw, I watched a lot of car detailing videos because I, I just like, they're to, so satisfying. They're so aren't great. They? I love to do that. Um, and in a lot of them, I saw the detailers spraying the wheel, giving it like a pretty heavy spray with the all purpose spray. They, they, you, then you let it sit and sort of penetrate the grime before you go in and start with the elbow grease part of things. So 30 seconds to a minute is fine. But I was watching them spray it, and I was like, I feel like you shouldn't be spraying because the spray goes beyond the wheel, and I feel like there are components behind the wheel that you might not want to be getting all-purpose cleaner in. Yeah, I mean, if your car has buttons back there, I mean, a lot of the newer cars do, so a lot of the cars have, like, uh, motorized telescopic 
telescoping wheel. So maybe that will mess with uh, the buttons or the switches. Or yeah. maybe you might get the headlight um, switch behind, yeah. which is sometimes above your left knee. Right. Maybe you hit that. I don't know. I don't believe in just spraying with abandon on the inside. Yeah. On the outside, spray with abandon. Go ahead. But on the inside, I kind of like to keep it a little more controlled just so it doesn't get on anything else. Right. And that was what I wanted to ask you about because I was like, I feel like you could like flood a component. Something. Like, I just, I don't think like a lot of liquid and the interior of a car mix. Yeah. agree. That's like my general rule of thumb. Yeah. So I'm not comfortable with things spraying in there, flying around. So right. I would just like dab generously. Yeah, with the I like that idea. Fiber towel. Yeah, like put like decant some, if it's in a spray bottle, like decant some of it into a bowl and just like yeah. dab your rag and dab mm-hmm. it onto the steering wheel, let it sit, and then go and do the, yeah. the scrubbing. So that's really all you need to do. That's also the same instructions for a plastic or vinyl steering wheel. The one thing to know about leather, however, is that you might, you don't have to, but you might want to follow the cleaning by applying a very, very, very small amount of leather conditioner. Leather cracks. Um, leather cracks. It's a hide, right? It's like mm-hmm. our own skin, right? So if our skin gets dry, it starts to split and crack, yeah. right? Leather is the exact same way. And especially because, as Kristen said, the steering wheel is baking in the sun um, and leather will dry out from exposure to the sun. So it's not a bad idea to put a little bit of leather conditioner on. Uh, a pea-sized amount on a dry microfiber, rub it in, and then Use a clean section of the microfiber to buff it really, 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 really well. If you don't buff it really, really, really well, you're going to have residue and it's going to end up being sticky. And we don't want that. I um, I forget who it was once, but we took the car in to get detailed and then we got it back and they had used too much leather conditioner. Oof. So like you're sitting in the seat and you're like, whatever. And then you come home, you sit in the couch and like you're sliding around on the couch because your <laughs> clothes are all conditioned now. So a lot yeah. goes like a little goes a long way. A real, I mean, really, like I know I say this all the time about cleaning products, but really when it comes to leather conditioner, like a really a, like a pea sized amount is really all you need. A little bit really does go a long way. Um, yeah, and you don't want that sticky feeling because mm-hmm. that's one, it feels gross, but two, it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about something else not ever to use. Don't ever use Armor All on your steering wheel. Don't ever use anything. Like you'll hear um you'll you'll hear people talk about using like olive oil to condition leather. Don't use that on your steering wheel. I know in the context of this conversation that we're having, you guys are all like, duh, of course I would never do it. But sometimes you don't think about the like the use of of something and like the the things that are going to happen um you're just like oh olive oil seems like a great it works on my purse like why wouldn't it work on my i would never oil? leave yeah. a food item well also just yeah yeah Kristen's having... in, a, in, a, in a car that bakes it's hot it's summer i would never do that <laughs> exactly it's more for me it's more the safety thing that i just yeah. want to make sure that you guys aren't using any kind of cleaners that will leave your steering wheel slick because obviously you need to be able to grip the steering wheel. Yeah, I mean, if you need like emergency thing. maneuvers and all of a sudden it right. slides out of your hand, then exactly. you're, uh, you're exactly. fucked. Exactly. All right. So that's that's the skinny end steering wheel. That's really all it is. Uh, we are going to talk about what to do when you spill something uh, on the seat of your car. Because, of course, that's like the, the main uh, thing that we have to cover. Before with we go interest. there, can yes. I just say really quickly? Yes. Uh, if I were to like give you any sort of life pro tip when you're running a car... Wipe off the steering wheel. That's like make that the first oh, yes, thing you do. Oh, yes, we didn't do. do this. Yes. Make that the first thing you do. It's like the remote control in a, in a hotel room. Yep. Right? Isn't that exactly. like, the, like the dirtiest part? Yep. 
wipe the steering wheel off. Like we do that every single time we get a rental car and the and the you can do like with a wet one. Yeah. I was going to say sure. a, wet, a wet wipe is fine. Yeah. And Absolutely. like it, it comes away black. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. So wipe that down. Exactly. Because remember that like people, first of all, people are like eating in the car. They're like tapping on their disgusting cell phones on the car, even though they shouldn't be. A lot of people don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom. Like, I know. You I've know, seen it happen. It's, I, yeah. And also, it's a rental car. Most people don't give a shit about rental cars like they care about their own cars. Exactly. That's why it's a rental car. That's why it's a rental car. Exactly. So be extra careful. Yeah. Wipe that. It's like the when you're traveling, you're going to wipe down your airplane's tray table. Yep. And your rental car steering wheel. Yep. Those are your rules. Mm-hmm. And your hotel TV remote. Yeah. There you go. You're going to be healthy. Those are your three things to wipe down. That's right. All right. So this is a good time. On that on that fear-mongering note, <laughs> <laughs> now that we've terrified you, <laughs> now that we've given everybody OCD, <laughs> uh, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Kristen and I will be right back with more about how to clean your cars. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Kristen Lee. We've been talking about cars. It's what we do when you're here. Beep, beep. What if I, like, had you on one, one episode to talk about, like, I don't even know. What would be, like, the most opposite of cars? I know thing? other things. I know you do know Let's other think. things. What do I know, I know things of? <laughs> I know things about cooking. That's true. I, I know, like, kitchen, kitchen stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What else do you guys usually talk about? I mean... Everything. Everything has to be cleaned. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can talk about when I worked. I, You know, if you ever do this, I can talk about how I worked in my mom's dental office. Oh. Oh, I bet that's good. Yeah. All right. Duly noted. Um, okay. We have a question from Gail. Kind of. This is going to make you upset. I know okay. you know it. It's okay. It's going to make you upset. It's okay. I'm going to read it because I'm going to make you mostly answer it. Okay. I've got some help, but like you're, you're my car girl. So. All right. Gail writes. Hi, Jolie. I'm really hoping you can help me in my stinky car. In the last week, it started smelling horribly of stinky feet. I've checked, and it's not my feet, and I haven't abandoned any shoes in there. I cleaned out all my lingering bits of stuff, but no luck. My husband just suggested it is related to a whipped cream-covered cake I dropped on the upholstered passenger seat months ago. We... Kristen's mouth, her jaw is just <laughs> hanging open. Kristen is so upset. Uh, we had treated it the next morning with hot water, and I thought we got it all out. However, with the new warm temperatures, I think the residue has started to rot. Mm, Any, <laughs> sad. Any suggestions on what I can do? 
I am going to start with vinegar and a bad air sponge, but I suspect this may need more. Thank you so much for everything you do. Sincerely, Gail. Is this one of those things where you can spread baking soda on it and then vacuum it up? Or is baking soda not strong enough? I don't think it's strong enough. I don't think it's strong enough because I think what happened, because it was whipped cream. If it were like a th- soaked in, if it were a thicker frosting, yeah, I would have been like, oh, you know, it's it probably was on the surface of the upholstery, probably easy enough to clean with just like a damp sponge and mm-hmm. some dish soap or laundry detergent or blah, blah, blah. But I think because it was whipped cream and it probably like when it fell sort of turned back to cream. Mm hmm. It leaked down into the upholstery of the seats and into the foam of the seat. So that's what I'm worried happened here. That's what I'm worried happened here. Yeah. So I would say the first thing to try, and in the event that it really is just sitting on the surface, the first thing to try is just a sponge and some diluted laundry detergent. Um, You could also use an upholstery cleaner like Resolve, one of those, and see if it does the trick. But... I don't know. I think it's in the. I think it's in the foam. What happens? In, can you steam it? So what you're going to do for that is basically you're going to have to get an upholstery cleaning machine. Because, That's what I was seeing in my head. Yeah, exactly. So what happens when, whenever a liquid gets down underneath the upholstery and into the filling of a seat? So this is true of like a couch, a car seat, you know, anything. Um, you can't get at it, right? Uh, short of taking the whole thing apart right. and replacing and, the stuffing. Exactly. What you can do is you can use a carpet and upholstery cleaning machine, which is designed to force a cleaning solution down into the um, the filling and then extract it all back up. It uses a, basically like a vacuum suction mechanism that's cool to pull out all of the liquid once you force it in there so that's the way that you would clean um a car seat if indeed it got um the the filling got hit with the dairy which i i feel like i think that's what happened i feel like it did dairy is dairy is bad man dairy is bad news especially when it gets hot right yeah then it curdles so what's happening yeah exactly so probably the best thing to do in this situation is to just rent a rug doctor because that's a 30 dollar rental and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's pretty like you know you know it's not a lot of money to spend you can buy one of these machines they have handheld ones i have a handheld one that i love um it was like 70 bucks not a bad thing to have quite frankly if you have uh if you have cloth seats in your car chances are you're gonna spill again Mm -hmm. and you know for the cost of basically two rug doctor rentals you could just have this thing um and you can use it for lots of other stuff too you can buy um portable corded machines which are a little bit more powerful um those will usually run in like uh like the 125 to 200 dollar range at like the very very high end and then there are like the big like, yeah, like the industrial stand up, ones, stand up machines, like that some people have, and and those, um, those have hose attachments, so you can use them for getting a car. You can use them. For I would rent work. that. I would just well, go straight what, for the top and yeah, rent that. Yeah, that's one of the. Re- I mean, the rug doctor rentals usually are the corded portable mm-hmm. ones. They're, uh, I would say they're like about the size of uh, like an air conditioning unit. Oh, okay. Not huge. That's, that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, it's and they're bulky, light, but it's yeah, that's they're reasonable. lightweight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
But yeah, there are also the stand-up ones that you I can get. I want the stand-up one. Of course you do. big one. Of course you do. Um, I'm going to take time solving the problem. It better get solved by the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's what I would say, I think, in this case, is probably what you have to do. One other thing I would suggest trying, I it's a long shot, but like you might as well, it's easy to do. Try vacuuming it. It's possible that like the dairy has like dried and you can just like like into crumbs. Yeah. And just like take it. Yeah. Yeah. Long shot, but I mean, why not? You're why already not? out there. Worth a try. Uh I mean you gotta vacuum the seats anyway. I promise there are crumbs there. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. So a couple of things in the short. So she already got the bad bad air sponge, which was gonna be one of the things I was gonna say. Like I mean you gotta clean you gotta find the source of the problem and clean it, which I do think is like deep cleaning the seat. Um but the bad air sponge, which is a canister style odor absorber, is going to at least nuke the odor while you're cleaning it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um another thing to try. Have I talked to you about Ozium before? No, I I've like not I heard of this. Is it a product? It's a spray odor eliminator. Okay. I it, thought usually you don't like those. I normally don't. Okay. I normally don't, but I like Ozium. Okay. So the one thing I don't love about Ozium is that it is scented and oh. and it's kind of it's like an orangey like orangey clove type scent, but it dissipates quickly. Okay. So you'll smell it when you spray it. And if you're like sitting in the car right after you've sprayed it, you're gonna smell it. But if you spray it in the car when you're getting out of the car, by the time you get back in the car, the osium odor is going to be gone and all of the odors that it's that it killed. What if you spray it and then leave the windows down and drive around the block for a bit? Which brings me to the next point. Opening the windows and driving around. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Definitely. I mean, don't forget to roll them back up. Yes. If it like rains, then you get <laughs> rain in your car and then you get mildew and that's like a whole different oh smell. God. Don't get mildew in the car. That's a whole different other smell. Yeah. So... Just, then you really have to rent the rug, doctor. Then then you please remember to roll your yeah. windows up. Here's another thing to say about cleaning seats. Seats are easier to take out of the car than you think they are. Oh, they pop right out. Can you give like a brief primer for how people can pop the seats out? Well, you it depends. I know it depends. It depends but car by car, but you like could generally probably get your owner's manual okay. and look inside it to see if there are instructions to popping the seat out. Okay. Usually the seats like are hinged somewhere that you can kind of just like unhinge them mm-hmm. and then pick them up and pull them out of your car. Right. Like they're clipped. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. clipped. They're, no car comes with like seats fixed to it. It's just, like <laughs> impossible. So like figure it out. And honestly, YouTube is your best friend. Like, no matter what car you have, someone out there has probably made a video of popping the seats out of your car. Yep. Like, it's out there. Yeah. So it's not hard. Exactly. And I say that because a lot of times when it comes to cleaning upholstered car seats, it is easier to just take the seat right out of the car. Then you're not trying to, like, wedge your body in an upholstery cleaning machine in an awkward, like, through an awkward door opening. If you just take it out, then you can move freely. Um, and even can, vacuum underneath while you're at it. Then that's the other thing I was yeah. going to say. That in this particular case, this isn't a problem. But a lot of times when we talk about spills in cars, not only is it going all the way into the filling of the seat, but it's going down below the seat into the carpeting below the seat. So if you've taken the seat out, then you can get to that area and clean all of that if there's been a spill that's gone all the way through to the floor. Can I just tangent briefly? Of course. Why are there carpets in cars still? I'm so over it. 
I'm really that is such a good question. I'm so over it. You know, it's like you didn't you don't wear shoes on the carpeting in your own house. You take them off. Why do we wear shoes in our cars? All the cars should be lined with rubber, which are which you can clean easily. I think they're lined with carpet as of like someone is holding on to some old antiquated idea of like what luxury should feel like. And also probably helps for like the noise and the vibration. I was going to say, is there a noise that has to be absorbing component? That has to be it. But I'm so over carpeting in cars. Well, I will look forward to reading this post on Jalopnik.com. <laughs> it's been written. It's been written. It's been written. <laughs> we all work for Big Weather Tech Matt now. <laughs> That's who owns No, us. I mean, it really is like, it is a great question. Oh, sidebar. Speaking of carpet, when you were talking about this, I have to say like the grossest thing. I'm, of course, I'm not surprised, but I'm so grossed out by it. I was on Amtrak over the weekend, and they um, made an announcement that the cafe car was open, and they added in the announcement that you have to wear your shoes in the cafe car. Oh, and I was my like, God. That means that people are walking the length of Amtrak barefoot to get to the cafe car. Guys, don't walk around on Amtrak no. with bare feet. You're all going to get ringworm. What's wrong with you guys? Keep your shoes on in public. Did you see the tweet where the woman was like... <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, there was this, there was this tweet. A person took a video on an airplane of a woman who had her bare feet up on the seat back in front of her. And she was using her t- bare toes to swipe the um, the, t- the, the, touch, inf- the infotainment the t- screen. <laughs> the touchscreen TV. It was disgusting. Uh, yeah, that, oh, which is man. also why we're telling you to bring wipes on the airplane and yeah. wipe everything down because people are animals. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, super gross. Uh, wear your shoes. There shouldn't be carpets in cars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and are, again, wipe everything down. <laughs> these are, these are the takeaways that we, that we want you to get from today's this episode. Is, this is how nuts I am about this stuff. If I don't have wipes with me or some kind of like disinfectant, I'll like, when I have to use the infotainment, I'll like scroll with my knuckle. And this is like some other crazy thing that I do. So when I go to the airport and I check in on those big kiosks, I never use my fingertip. I use my knuckle. To hit the buttons. I mean, I guess it makes sense because I don't like touch my face or anything with my knuckle. I true, yeah, yeah. So that's like that's the part of my hand that I use. Are you a germaphobe? Sometimes. So I mean, I think it's normal to be a germaphobe yeah. in airports because, like, airports they yes. are really gross. Um, I have a way of opening bathroom doors as well. Do you do like the elbow or? Like... I do the elbow to open the thing, and then I tug on the coat rack to open the door. Hmm. Because. Most of the time, I in my mind, I'm like, there's no poop fingers going up to the coat hanger. <laughs> Something. There's poop everywhere. It doesn't yeah, matter. I know. I know. <laughs> but I get it. Um. All right. We have we have one last thing that we have to address. There's there is internal dissent at ye old Gawker Media GMG Go whatever the whatever fuck we're the fuck we are now. Week. I don't know. <laughs> given up i've given i up. have whiplash i'm completely given up on knowing what we call our company um so a colleague of mine at the inventory wrote a column was it last week the con i think it was, I think last, it was last week. week it's all a blur um yeah no, really it's all a mustard blur <laughs> um wrote a post about this new little car accessory they were all excited about that is a condiment cup holder that can be attached to the AC vents um, on a on a dashboard, and it's just the right size to hold one of those little condiment cups that you get from you know McDonald's or from you know Kentucky Fried Chicken or Popeyes or wherever you're getting your fast food. 
Um, and so the idea is that you open your condiment, you slide it into this little condiment cup holder, and then while you're driving, you can be like, you know, dipping your fries or your chicken nuggets or whatever um, into into this condiment cup. And... I can't believe I missed this. You sent this to me. It was supposed. To, it was like in my company, and you're like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "No." I literally, you know, the thing was is that I literally saw it pop up on Twitter, and I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> like I was like <laughs> physical reaction. Oh dear. <laughs> well, I know who know- needs to know about this. <laughs> who can I trigger with this? <laughs> so, well, and the thing is, I was also top of mind because I'm I'm planning to do a column about car stuff for the inventory, and so I saw it and I was like, oh my god, now I'm gonna have to address this too. So I I tagged Kristen and I was like, Kristen, how does this make you feel? And like, I know. How you knew what was coming. You know how it makes Kristen feel. I just At this to... point, it's just like, what's her new word choice for her for her outrage? I just wanted to wind her up because it's fun. <laughs> um, so you were upset. Yes. And you had some very good points about why you were upset. In addition to the fact that you hate food and cars. Mm-hmm. Which, do you want to remind the people about your I policy? hate food. There is no eating in my car. None. None. Why? Because when you eat, you make a mess. And I don't know, like the fry rolls under the seat. And it stays there for six months because I don't know where you put your food. I don't keep track of your food. And also, it's greasy. You get it on my door handles. You get it on my upholstery. It smells. Don't eat in my car, please. And people get really upset. They're like, what do you mean I can't eat in your car? I'm like, it's literally my car. It's my rules. Yeah. If you are upset, take the bus. It also makes perfect sense to me. Like, I understand why a lot of people eat in cars. And I'm not, I don't take a hard line for everybody else. But I understand why you have that role for your car. And it would, like, not even occur to me to not respect it. Yeah. I mean, like, if someone else wants to eat in their car, sure. I'll be like, oh, does that mean I can eat in your car? They're like, sure. I'm like, all right. And I'll be, like, really careful. But if they're fine with it, I'm like, all right. And I keep track of all my food and my wrappers and everything. And I'm respectful. So it's, like, fine. But not everyone can be trusted. Right. So I'm just going to make blanket rule. Yeah. I think it's a good rule. So Kristen hates food and cars, and she also had a few good points to make about this condiment cup holder. So why don't you go ahead and make them? So the condiment cup holder, when, when was the last time you put, like, condiment in a container? It makes a mess. Like, no one can do it neatly. Right. Right? It's just like it gets on your fingers, it drips or something. You think it's all out of the shitty little packet, and then you take it away and it, like, drips across, whatever. So that's already bad. Second, how do you know how well that thing is anchored in there? Like, what if you go over a bump and then it just, like, falls down? Mm-hmm. Then you're really, really screwed because now there's honey barbecue sauce on your console mm-hmm. or in your upholstery. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you forget it there? <laughs> Plenty of people forget, <laughs> me- like, much less stuff in their cars. They they forget, like, they forget babies in their cars, their <laughs> dogs. So, like, a condiment container is very low on everyone's priority list. So mm-hmm. there's, there's definite... People are going to forget it. What was another point I made? Um, yeah, so if you forget it in there, it's going to smell. It'll fall down. It promotes bad habits and eating in your car. Um, Here is mine. It's right in front of the vent. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you guys, someone is going to end up with ranch blowing all around the car. It's like- <laughs> true. Well, like, what is the viscosity of your economy? Yeah. How high, how, like, how high is the, the fan blowing? Yeah, exactly. Because the new car is now, 
the vents are so powerful. They are powerful. Because we're like, we're hot now. Yeah. We need to be cool now. And so the vents come with like gale storm force. So if it's like a runny kind of condiment, like like ranch or something, is ranch runny? Ranch is runny. Eh, I'm kind of. pretty thick. So would be runny. runny. Like honey mustard would be runny. Okay. Oh, I guess it's sticky. I don't know. Like They're, a hot sauce? Sure, a yeah. Hot sauce? Like a hot sauce. Like a runny yeah. hot sauce. It's going to blow all <laughs> Now I'm just seeing like the vent just blowing hot sauce all over I the know. Car. I literally was like, the placement of that really worries me so much. <laughs> like, what in the world? Yeah, it's true. And also, that assumes that all uh, air conditioning vents are shaped the same, and they're not. Right. The distance between the vents is different, how the slats are spaced, and um, how they're designed. It's it's different. I mean, it's pretty standard on most cars, but maybe you have that one car where right. the designer decided to go ham on HVAC vents. Yeah. And if you have a Tesla Model 3, no vents. So then what are you going to yeah, do? Well, then where are you going to put your condiments? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, wow, this just this just seems like a real bad idea in like a lot of, lot of ways. I'm like... I love the inventory people. I'm a little disappointed that this made the cut. <laughs> I will let I that like know. I almost like write a rebuttal. I'm like, oh. Well, I was kind of hoping you would. I was like, oh, good. Like, let's have a little like Jalopnik inventory war going on. <laughs> like, I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to deal with business, and business is not supposed to deal with me. I... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad we got to talk about it here. Yeah, it's a, this is a safe space. As I saw it, I was like, whoa. We're like, what? <laughs> I know it was really funny. I was just like, "Oh boy, this is gonna this is gonna make someone mad," and I know who it's gonna be. <laughs> right. So let's think. So you're driving, and we're going to assume you have your chicken nuggets or whatever in the console right here, right? And then yeah. you have the sauce here. So it's like this is a big distance for all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I feel like to, it's gonna drip. Yeah, it's gonna drip, and also it encourages distracted driving. There's also that. That's not good. Yeah, don't do that, guys. Because you're, like, focusing on dunking the nugget and then, like, some old deer crosses the road in front of you. You don't see her until the last minute because you're dunking. Bad. Yeah. I don't – I mean, I also just feel like the – I don't know. If you have something that requires a condiment, you should not be – you should be eating that before you start driving. Yeah. If you're going to eat in your car, have it be, like, an all-in-one contained food that you don't have to look at. Like a burger – Fine. Yeah, don't have to look at one-handed. Yeah, that doesn't drip anywhere. Exactly. We actually invented an all like a like a perfect car food. Jason kind of wrote it up. Jason Torchinsky. It's a um, kind of like a multi-chambered bagel tube. <laughs> <laughs> like the outside is all the fact bagels. That it's multi-chambered. It's multi-chambered. Is the most Jason Torchinsky yes. thing possible. Yes, yes, it's multi-chambered because you know maybe you want like a vegetable, and then after you're done with the vegetable, you get your way down to like the meat part. It's like a sky bar. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. That is the car food. That is the only acceptable car food. I don't... That's a pretty good car food. Yeah. I mean, a wrap. Yeah. Would be a good car food. But the Although more, I guess the, the further down start, you get the wrap, start to fall apart. the more structural integrity is sacrificed. Yeah. This is true. This is true. I, I mean, don't. how long does it take to eat? Chicken McNuggets. Just eat them before me. Depends on how many whiskeys I've had. Okay. Because that's my go-to drunk food. Oh, is it really? It is. Like, my friend came, and then we put away 40 between the two of us. Holy shit. It was so gross. This was after drinking for 10 hours straight. Okay. It was- I'm like, oh, okay. Well, in that case- It was disgusting. (laughs) It's really gross. It was so gross. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is what I do on my days off. I hang out I mean, in bars for 10 hours and then eat 20 McNuggets. Sounds about right. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, yeah. It was good. It was I'm a good not, day. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It was a good day. We won at trivia night. It was a really good all day. Right. I'm, I'm down for it. As long as you don't drive after all that, I'm Mm-mm. fine with it. Mm, of course you the subway. Of course you <laughs> Trust you implicitly. Um, all right. Before we wrap this up, do you have any, um, other than not eating in the car, do you have other um, car interior tips for people? Do you have products that you really like for keeping your car interior clean that you want to recommend for people, um, whether it's for the dash, for the seats? Do you have a back car vacuum that you... Do you still have a Dyson car vacuum? I think Balaban took that. Balaban! Someone has it. It was in my apartment for a long time. I just want to know if you've been using has it. it. I, I was hoping that you would... You I would. wish I had it. I spilled planter soil <gasps> in my back seat a couple of weeks ago. Soil. So, soil was dry. I was like, thank God. Oh, thank God. It's yeah. dry. I mean, it's easy. Yeah, you yeah. just vacuum, you just vacuum it, up. it up. But I like ran around my apartment because I live in a high rise. So it's not like I can just park in a driveway and like come out with a vacuum. Right. So I asked the front door guys. I was like... Do you guys have like a vacuum that I can borrow? They're like, no. I was like, okay. Do you have an extension cord I can borrow and plug in and then run it out to the street across right. the sidewalk? And they're like, no. I was like, I think you're lying, but okay, sure. Ugh. So I'm waiting to bring it back to my parents' place in New Jersey and vacuum it out. I okay. wish I had that little battery. I know because that thing was so great. It would have been perfect. I don't well, know where it is. Let's ask Balaban where it is and make him bring it to you. I wonder if he has it from when he and I detailed his car. He might. I think that's probably he it. might. Um, so a last, I guess a last piece of tip I would I would give is um, I uh, my car recently just started smelling like just a little musty. It's just it's older. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just like age. So what I kind of did was I put um, dryer sheets in the door pockets. OK. And it's helped. OK. With the with the air inside. OK. And I drive it once a month and it sits with the windows up for the rest of the time. So. Oh, you know what I would actually do for that? I'm glad you mentioned this. If it's getting musty, basically what's happening is there's some moisture that's getting trapped in there. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of doing the dryer sheet, I mean, dryer sheets will like mask the odor. But if you get um, a desiccant, which is a, a product that will absorb uh, moisture out of the air. And they make that? It. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, get that. The one thing you just have to remember is you have to remember it's in there because as it pulls moisture out of the air, it will pull the the water into its little container. So you want to make sure you take the container and dump out the water before you start driving because otherwise oh, sure. it'll tip over. And I'm wondering have... it's because my my AC unit is broken. That's why That's it smells musty it in there. It's probably like some some seal is messed up and yep. there's ambient something coming in. That's probably exactly what it is. Yeah, it's in the shop right now getting fixed. Okay, so. good. Yeah. Um. So the um. The desiccant that I use or recommend to people is called Damp Red. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually, they, they make ones for closets that are like sachets. Um, that might be the best thing for the car, actually. Okay. I don't know how the mechanism works to collect the water and the sachets, but I'm, it's Damp Red and they're geniuses. So I'm sure they have, there's some brilliant thing. Um, 2019 yeah. is bad for a lot of reasons, but it's also good for people who like to clean. Because yeah. it's, it's all been invented. That's right. I love it. Yeah. There's there's lots of good stuff out there. Um, on that happy note, this is a good time to wrap up this episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. 
And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.